Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Good to have you here on this Monday of a March break. I hope you're uh, at least chilling out somewhat. Hard not to when your brain's kind of half off, half on, but uh, good to have you here with us tonight. Uh, Well, this guy, you know, he warned us that political uh, divisions are going to get someone assassinated. And then he was directly implicated in lav scam, accused of pressuring Jody Wilson-Raybould to get a deal with SNC. And now we learn that Michael Warnick, the very partisan guy our prime minister told us, uh, you know, simply believe him because he's a brilliant guy. Yeah, he's not he's not getting fired. Like he should be. No, no. Trudeau has announced that he's keeping him on the election interference file. To what I say, huh? How on God's earth can someone so compromised, you know, this partisan alarmist be trusted on such a file you know he doesn't even apologize for the comments he made because he said quote if that was seen as alarmist so be it I'm i was pulling the alarm. Gonna be shot yeah someone's gonna be shot and we need that public debate about foreign interference well we didn't need it then and we didn't need it from him because that's not his job but that guy's gonna be in charge of making sure we have a fair election got it Duff Conacher is with Democracy Watch. He joins us now. And Duff, how does this man, Mike Warnick, have any business involvement with overseeing the election, given I think a lot of people would say he's just so compromised? Uh, I agree. And uh, it was surprising even that the liberals uh, tried to appoint the whole committee as the ruling party cabinet that will oversee elections. I mean, this is just not done. These things are supposed to be done in cooperation with all the parties. And uh, the Liberals also appointed the chair of the Election Debates Commission. Again, not something that one party should be doing. Not, they should, one party should not be doing anything with regard to uh, appointing election watchdogs. No, I mean, the whole thing uh, stinks to high heaven, but we're talking about Bill 76, and a lot of people don't understand what that's about. But it all has to do with the Liberals promising to protect, you know, our elections and our democracy from uh, foreign interference. But maybe you can uh, explain to our our, uh, listeners what Bill 76 is and why you think it won't uh, work the way it is. Well, Bill 76, uh, the Liberals developed it by themselves, again, after... They howled when the Harper Conservatives developed changes to the election law without fully consulting the opposition parties, and yet they did it themselves. And uh, they have put forward um, measures that actually will make it more likely that we'll have an election, an interference in an election like they saw in the U.S. presidential election, because they have actually weakened the rule in terms of false claims being made about candidates, Mm -hmm. and they've doubled the amount of money that can be spent on advertising. Uh, And so put those two together, you're going to see a lot more advertising with false claims about candidates because the the rule is essentially unenforceable now. You can make a false claim, both the commissioner of Canada elections who enforces the election law and the chief electoral officer who runs elections. They both said the law is now uh, unenforceable based on the changes that the liberals made. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of parts of this that uh, that bother, I think, me and should bother, I think, a lot of Canadians. But, you know, we, we heard Mr. Warnick's testimony when he came out and kind of surprised everybody saying, you know, people would be assassinated. He was talking about we need this public uh, debate about foreign interference. But given uh, the way he feels and the fact that he has already made this so partisan to me, uh, I mean, he should be either kicked off of this whole thing or the opposition should have a right to, to be able to pull, push this thing back. Can they? Well, they can't because they don't have a majority. Right. But if the Liberals do not make changes, they are essentially rigging the election in their favor in the fall, both with Bill C-76 and how they've let their uh, many friends at the social media companies off the hook mm-hmm. uh, in terms of very weak uh, uh, rules that they've put in on stopping false social media ads, and then not just Michael Wernick, but all the others, all the other deputy ministers on this committee that's supposed to ensure the integrity of the fall election, they all serve at the pleasure of the Trudeau cabinet. They've all been handpicked by the Trudeau cabinet. This is not a committee that uh, is uh, fully nonpartisan and independent from the Trudeau cabinet. And as a result, uh, everyone should be very suspicious about what they'll do in terms of enforcing or announcing anything in terms of meddling in the election. Right. And and given they do have a, a majority, there's a lot you can do with that. But it can also be very dangerous because it allows a party to, let's say, uh, choose who will testify, you know, in the SNC scandal. I mean, it gives a party a lot of power. But then what can you do or what can everyday Canadians do? Because it's one thing to say, well, you should be suspicious or, you know, people should be, be warned that things are going to be fair. But most people will never even hear about this. And my concern is it's just going to happen and we're just going to have to, you know, accept that this is being normalized. They've sent. Uh, they've received tens of thousands of letters from Canadians through Democracy Watch's letter writing campaign, calling for effective changes to ensure the integrity of the election. And if the Liberals don't do them, and there's still time to do them, they could introduce a bill and get it through the House very quickly because the opposition parties have called for it. They want an independent commission that's watching over integrity. They want an independent election debates commission, and not only them, but Liberal MPs on the Ethics Committee and. Uh, uh, have called for changes to effectively stop secret fake online election ads and, by changing the law. So one bill could do it, and uh, it would go through the committee very quickly because the committee already has endorsed those changes, and the opposition parties want them as well. And uh, there's no way the Senate would hold it up because it has to do with our elections, and it will actually help protect the integrity of elections. And it could all be done by June before Parliament breaks. And if the Liberals don't do it, then everyone has a right to justifiably be suspicious that the Liberals are trying to rig things in their favor this fall. But I don't get the sense that they are turning or, or looking at this and saying, nope. okay, we've got to rejig it. it. To me, it seems like just like with the SNC situation, they're going to ram this thing through and hope that either the media turns away or people just get tired of hearing about it. Yes, exactly. Uh, I mean, we'll see on Wednesday with regard to the SNC-Lavalin uh, thing, the opposition parties are again, giving the Liberal MPs a second chance to do the right thing on the committee and invite Jody Wilson-Raybould back to testify, just like they gave Michael Wernick two opportunities to testify and respond to her evidence that she should be given the right to respond to what Gerald Butts said in his testimony and and Michael Wernick as well last Wednesday. And uh, with regard to Bill C-76 and election integrity, Karina Gould, the Minister for Democratic Institutions, the Liberal Minister, Uh, has said uh, recently that she thinks Michael Wernick is perfectly fine as a member of this committee. I mean, they're just not backing down. And and, uh, if they receive enough letters from people saying, 
that I'm not going to vote for you, and those people are liberals who voted for them last time, they will bend. But so far, yeah, they're just trying to ram things through. And uh, it should be a reason for everyone to question uh, this government and question voting for them again. Yeah, I, I saw uh, Karina Gould over the weekend talking about this, and you're right. I, I do get the sense that they're just going to, you know, happily, merrily go along and, and do this because they all believe in this man, Mike Warnick. In fact, just last week, the prime minister himself said he's a brilliant man. We should just uh, believe him and, and carry on. Uh, but there are too many questions. There are simply too many questions since we've heard Gerald Butts's testimony, certainly Mr. Warnick's second attempt. I mean, to me, uh, you can't not look into this. I mean, the OECD, as you well know, this um, government governing uh, international oversight, which is, you know, basically puts the rules out for for international business and how to avoid, I guess, bribery um, situations. Even they are calling the liberals on their own nonsense and they aren't buying it. So what does that signal to you? It's very unusual for the OECD to intervene and uh, express concern about a situation. Uh, So everyone should... um, uh, take that as an important development. What, can you just break it down so people understand why it matters for this particular group? I mean, are they just some international group that can wag its finger? I mean, how seriously are they to be taken? Well, they can't do anything in terms of enforcement, like all yeah. international bodies. Um, they can audit and and issue a report saying the Canadian government is not doing enough and actually have issued reports in the past saying the Canadian government is not doing enough to enforce the anti-bribery mm-hmm. provisions, and that's put pressure on the RCMP and prosecutors to uh, prosecute companies like SNC-Lavalin. There is an anti-bribery uh, convention under the OECD, this group of developed industrialized countries, uh, that's what the OECD is made up of. And also there's a United Nations Convention Against Corruption, and the OECD looks at enforcement of that, as does the UN. So essentially they're just alerting uh, Canadians that they take this seriously and see it as a, a serious problem in terms of the Liberals' actions with regard to SNC-Lavalin. Okay, and does that signal to you, and I'm surprised we haven't really heard anything yet, but does that signal to you that the RCMP now can't look away? Uh in terms of SNC-Lavalin? Yeah, uh, in, in terms of this whole thing, I mean, the way it's been played out, well, the way... Well, the, yeah. the big signal is to the current Attorney General, who yeah. could still step in and stop the prosecution. And also to the Liberal government overall, we know that they are considering weakening the penalties. Mm-hmm. The penalty currently is an automatic 10-year ban from bidding on federal government contracts if you are convicted. And they're considering weakening that penalty. Um, you know, if they lowered it down to two years or something, and then they didn't uh, offer any federal government contracts that SNC-Lavalin might bid on during those two years, it adds up to a penalty of zero, right. absolutely nothing. So it's a, I think it's a warning signal to them that uh, the OECD is watching. They already have issued reports saying the Canadian government's not doing enough to prosecute foreign uh, corruption and bribery. And uh, if they now weaken the penalties, let alone actually take the step of the current Attorney General David Lametti stepping in and stopping the prosecution of SNC-Lavalin, I think we'll see a report from the OECD uh, heavily criticizing the Liberals. I got about 20 seconds left, but in your view, the way you've seen this all play out and with the comments from this particular group, um, have you ever seen anything like this in this country? I'm sure it happened before, uh, and I'm sure it still happens in some provinces where the Attorney General steps in and protects people who are politically favorable to the ruling party for some reason. It's the first one that's become public 
at the federal level, and it's just revealing how political law enforcement is in the country. And so uh, that's why so many people are upset, and for good reason, because we cannot have law enforcement politicized. It needs to be based on the facts and the evidence, not based on whether the ruling party favors you. That would be novel, wouldn't it? Uh, Duff, thank you. I've got to leave it on that. Thanks. Thank you. That is Duff Conacher. He is with Democracy Watch. Just keep watching what they do. By the way, budget comes out next Tuesday. You know, it's going to be like, it's going to be budget on steroids. Just you watch. That's how they're going to get the goodie. They're going to buy your vote with all the goodies on Global News Radio.